Greetings to you and welcome to episode two of Grace Life Coaching Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse, creator of Grace Life Coaching, and I will be your guide, your journeyman, your host, your dialogue partner as we enter in this time together today, as we move through this second episode. As I said in the last episode, I'm super excited. I'm super pumped to be able to do this with you, to be able to walk with you through this incredible time. And I pray, I hope, I really want this to be a good thing, something that is powerful and important and meaningful to you for your life and for the work that you do and for the life that you live. So we here at Graves Life Coaching, we want to help people live the best life possible. For you to be the best you. You know, I've kind of talked about this a little bit, but I'll talk about it a little bit more and this need for and this willingness and this ability of having a coach. You know, when we think about having a coach, when we think about coaching, oftentimes we want to go down the road of thinking that that's for people who are failing or that's for people who aren't getting life right. But if we look at some of the greats, they all have coaches. Tom Brady, Serena Williams, uh, vocal coaches for opera singers, you know, people who are doing good work but want to do better work so they get a coach so they get someone to help them and guide them and lead them and that's what coaching is all about coaching is all about someone coming alongside you and helping to guide and lead and 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 give you some direction and some hope and that's what we here at grace life coaching want to do we want to be able to come alongside you and help guide and lead and give some direction and some possibilities. So that's the strive. That's the work. That's the goal of Grace Life Coaching. So today I want to talk a little bit about the model that I use, the way that I work with and talk about coaching. You know, I think every coach has a, a specific model, a specific way that they interact with people. And I do too. And actually it's embedded in the name, Grace. So you see the the on the on the podcast picture grace is 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 spelled out in letters uh it is an anagram and uh, not an anagram it is a uh, um anyway <laughs> each letter has a word and i know there's a word for that and right now it's just popping right out of my head so if you're listening to this and you want to throw into the comments what that is that would be fine i appreciate that uh, but grace, it, it means something. Every, every letter spells out a word so, or spells out an idea. So, so the model is to get real with where you are, to release the energy of the past. So G, get real with where you are. R is release the energy of the past. A, accept the need for change. C is create a plan. And E is execute. So that's the, that's the model. That's the course that we work with here at Grace Life Coaching. Uh, and the model is really something that can be applied small or big. You can apply it to small things in life, uh, like where you're going to go to dinner. Uh, and you can apply it to big things, like whether you're going to buy a car, change your life, change your job, what have you. So I want to walk through the model here a little bit and just give you a, uh, an overview um, to dig in a little bit. Because as we move forward with all of these things, with anything, we, we, we will continue to reapply the model over and over to try to figure out the best way to uh, work with and the best way to acknowledge. So, so the G, the first thing is to get real with where you are. This is a process of really digging into and looking at all aspects of where you're at. 
you know, when we're making easy decisions, small decisions, slight decisions, like where we're going to go to dinner, we get real with, you know, just a couple of things. What am I hungry for? What kind of budget am I working with? How much do I want to spend? How long do I want to wait? Do I want to be able to eat with a fork and knife or can I use my fingers? All of those things. But but really, it's it's a simple process of getting real with the moment. What am I hungry for? What can I what what kind of time frame do I have? You know, where, where I'm at, um, we've got a few local restaurants, but for a variety of things, it's about a half hour drive from my home to most uh, mainstream or varietal restaurants. So if I want to go out to dinner, if my wife and I want to go out to dinner and we don't have a whole lot of time, then we have to choose from from the restaurants that are close to us. If we have more time and we want to invest the drive, then our options are open. So getting real with, with where it is, um, is, is really taking in all of the information. Now, when we're looking at bigger things, when we're looking at bigger things in life, job changes, life changes, marriage, divorce, uh, buying a new car, buying a new house, you know, the, the dig is deeper. But we really need to get real with where we are. We need to know in the depth of our being, where we are before we can start any kind of journey. Look, if you go onto Google Maps and you want to go to Los Angeles and you type in LA, Los Angeles, California, in the destination line of Google Maps, the first thing it's going to ask you is where are you starting? Because getting to LA from Moscow is very different than getting to LA from New York. And you need to know where you are in order to plot a solution as to where you're going. So the first thing is getting real with where you are really digging in, really, really holding yourself to a higher accountability, asking the hard, deep questions. Now, this is not therapy. This is not a therapeutic approach. Sometimes in the process of doing this therapy, the need for therapy bubbles up. Because when we get real with where we are, we start to examine, we start to experience maybe places of woundedness inside of us that we haven't come to full fruition with yet. We haven't come to full healing with. That's a whole different reality. Coaching is not therapy. So if in the process of getting real with where you are, if you're working with me and getting real with where you are and you come to realize that, oh boy, you know what? There's something in here that I need some therapeutic conversation around. Then that would be time to talk with a, a therapist. That's not a coach. A coach isn't a therapist. A coach is a coach, a therapist is a therapist. They both, they both do important work, but they do different things. So the first part is getting real with where you are getting real, digging in. Where are you at? And I think, you know, when we get into bigger pieces of life, my life is in a rut. My marriage is in a rut. My health is in a rut. That's where we really need to dig into where you're at and ask those hard questions, those deep, hard questions about sleep and eating and thought processes and all of that kind of stuff to really get real with where things are at. Because once we're real, then we're able to move. So once we get real with where we're at, then it's time to release the energy of the past. Um, usually people who desire change have tried before. So people don't just change the first time. They've tried before, over and over. Statistically, those who um, struggle with weight loss, struggle with their weight, have tried between seven and ten times in their life to seriously change their weight circumstance seven to ten times and that'd be things like joining Weight Watchers or going on a diet or going to a gym or what have you and of those only 10% of the time people are successful most of the time they fall back into some kind of weight struggle weight circumstance so 
usually when people are getting ready to make a significant life change, they have, they've done it before. Uh, they've done it before and experienced some kind of either disappointment or failure. Well, we carry that energy with us. We carry that energy with us every time that we experience a significant life change or failure. So because we carry that energy with us, sometimes that energy, it dictates what we think. Well, I tried this before. Well, I did this before. Well, we went here before. I'll go back to the restaurant circumstance. So my wife and I decide that we're going to go out to eat and we want to go out to the local Italian restaurant. Uh, and so that's the decision. However, the last time we were at the local Italian restaurant, it was really busy and it took us an hour to get a table. Do we really want to go there again? Well, evaluating it, the last time we went to that local Italian restaurant, it was a Friday night at 6 o'clock. Now it's a Tuesday night at 7.30. So releasing that and saying, okay, the circumstances are different now. So what we experienced before, we can't apply to the current moment because the circumstances are different. It's a different day. It's a different time. It's a different season. So releasing the energy of the past, again, and, and it's, it's not about forgetting. We always want to think that when we release the energy, it's about forgetting. It's not about forgetting. We don't forget. We don't ever forget. We all know that. We don't ever forget. It's just about how much power do we give our memories. How much current emotional energy do we give our past memories? We oftentimes want to give our past memories a whole lot more current emotional energy than they deserve. And that's what I mean when I talk about releasing the energy of the past. Yes, maybe you did try 14 times to lose weight. And now it's the 15th time. And yes, maybe those 14 failures are going to want to sabotage you. But if we release the energy of the past and say, you know what, every time I did it before, the circumstances were different. These circumstances now are different. I'm a different person. I'm in a different place. I've got a different coach. I've got a different object. I've got a different vision. When we release the energy of the past, we're able to see that we are in a different starting point than we were before. Those failures that we carry around with us, they no longer have the energy they no longer have the power over us that we want to give them. That's the important part. We want to make sure that we don't give power to those past energies that are going to then sabotage where we're going to go. So we get real with where we're at. Okay? And then we release the energy of the past. We release the fact that we have tried this before and haven't succeeded. Look, if, if, if you're coming in line with a coach, which is an awesome thing, you know, if you want to, if you want to do work, coach work with me, uh, I'd love that. But coming in line with a coach, it's, it's never a bad thing to have someone else help you. If you're coming in line with a coach, most likely you've tried it on your own already. And good for you. There's a recognition, a realization that change needs to happen. And look, trust me when I tell you, my, my, my friends, coaches don't do the work for you. You still have to do the work. Having a coach doesn't mean that they're going to do the work for you. It's like wanting six-pack abs. You can, lose, you can do all of the research and you can have all of the people around you, but you still have to do the sit-ups and the crunches and the bridges. You still have to do the work. So having a coach 
coming to the realization that you want to work with a coach or need to work with a coach in order to succeed is a realization that you have done this already before. You have tried in some way, and whether it has been moderately successful or not successful or hasn't started, releasing the energy of that is one of the, one of the tantamount things that needs to happen if you're going to move forward. I tried that before and it didn't work is not part of the dialogue. It can't be. Because if that energy hangs around your neck or it resides on your shoulders, it is going to weigh you down. Okay. So the third part is uh, acknowledging the need to change. So once we get real with where we're at and we release the energy of the past, we do need to acknowledge that we need to change in order to be better. We cannot continue to do the same thing and expect it to be better. It doesn't work that way. Benjamin Franklin's definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Well, we cannot continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect to be better. You know, I mentioned before about weight loss, and I think for a lot of people, weight loss and getting healthy is one of the primary things that we struggle with as Americans. Well, you cannot lose weight and have the same diet. You just can't. It doesn't work that way. I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there that want to try pills or sell drinks or what have you. Uh, and maybe there is some magic potion out there that I don't know about. And if there is the, and, and you're using it well, and it works, then that's awesome. Good for you. But 94% of the time, at least, if you don't change what you put into your body, you will not change how your body functions. You cannot be better by doing the same thing. You cannot. So acknowledging the need to change. Acknowledging that you have to be different. Now that's a powerful thing because our brains just keep wanting to work down the same done-it-before road. They create those neural pathways and those neural highways. that They just want to keep doing it over and over and over again. Regardless of whether it's good or bad for you, it's just easier. Look, it's easier to, um, to swing through the drive-thru than it is to go home and make your own food. But it's not better. And so acknowledging the need to change is a massive thing. It's a massive thing. To get real with where you are and release the energy of the past can only bring you so far. You've got to, it, it needs to dwell inside of you. So that every time that there is a roadblock, every time that there is a hurdle, every time that there is a temptation to go back to the old way, that acknowledgement says, no, I need to be different. I want to be different. I have to be different. It is a cognitive acceptance that life needs to be different, has to be different, wants to be different. You can't be a different person while doing the same thing. You can't. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, like I said, I know that there are those out there who are selling that, who are, who, are, who are shilling that. That is absolutely untrue and absolutely impossible. It cannot be. You cannot be different while doing the same thing. It's just the way it is. So acknowledging, accepting the need to change then pushes you into the sea, which is creating a plan. So you got to create a plan. Um, if you just acknowledge, okay, I got to change, and then you just go off, and if you don't have a plan, 
then you'll have no structure, no direction. You'll have no way of doing anything. You'll acknowledge the need to change, but then you won't have any way to go with it. So creating a plan, drawing a path, creating an avenue of how you're going to go about it. Again, you know, going back to getting healthy, losing weight or, or eating healthier. Part of the plan is to get rid of all the junk food. Part of the plan is to, to prepare meals so that you're not coming home starved at the end of the day and not have anything ready to eat. Part of the plan is to make sure that you have healthy snacks and healthy foods. Part of the plan is creating an environment that will allow you to eat well. You have to create that. It just doesn't happen. You have to create that. And, and again, and this is where having someone come alongside you can help. This is where someone coming alongside you can give you um, some direction and accountability. But you have to have a plan. You can't just wing it. You have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, then you're going to find yourself in a circumstance where it's just not going to work which then you're going to create that failure and you're going to go back into that past energy. See, I knew this wasn't going to work. It didn't work before. Did you have a plan before? No. Well, if you have a plan now, you're, you're 50% ahead of where you were before. You have to have a plan. Have a plan in place. If you have a plan in place, then you are a much higher likelihood to succeed. And look, the plan doesn't have to be written in stone. If you start the plan out by saying, okay, I'm going to create, you know, I'm going to prepare five meals a week, and then you find you're not eating them because you get bored with them, then you alter the plan. But you don't just throw the plan away. It's not cut in stone. You're not getting it tattooed on your arm. Please don't get it tattooed on your arm. Having a plan is something that can be negotiated and redirected. That's all part of what it means to have a plan. So have a plan. Create a plan. Be proactive. This is a proactive approach to life. And then finally, you got to do it. Execute. Execute the plan. Execute. Put the feet on the ground and go to work. One of the things that we as humans, I think, have convinced ourselves of is that we can make things happen without going to work. We can make things happen without doing the work. That is just so not true. We can't. Once you create a plan, you got to execute it again. And you go back and you evaluate the execution and you evaluate whether it's working or not. And that's fine, but you need to execute the plan. Now you can do this on a small scale or a big scale. Okay. I mean, you really can, you can use this model to make small decisions like going out to eat and, and you can process it through in, in, a, in a matter of seconds. So, you know, my wife and I want to go out to eat in some place that isn't local. Okay, so that's where we're at. So, well, I mean, that means that we need to, um, you know, drive in. But, you know, last time we drove in, the weather was bad, but it's now the summertime and the weather isn't bad. And, you know, we acknowledge that we have to drive in. We can't just get it right around the corner. So we create the plan. We're going to get home early and we're going to head on out and then we go simple and and you know when we work with this model often one of the things that i don't think we really do very well is getting real with where we are and releasing the energy of the past the first two the first two are the hardest i think because once we get real with where we are and once we release the energy of the path then everything else just kind of falls into place 
But those first two pieces, we don't like to look at ourselves. We don't like to evaluate ourselves. We don't like to really dig into where we are. We have no problem as people helping someone else, but we don't want to dig into us. But the fact is, when we dig into us, that's when we start to realize what's going on. Again, this is not therapy. We're not digging into our past. We're just digging into where we are, where we're at right now, what's going on in our lives right now. That's what it means to get real. So that's the model, my friends. That's the model that I work with when it comes to coaching. That's the model that I work with when it comes to making decisions. Uh, And I do that pretty darn often, digging into where I am. You know, and the thing about that is that once you really start entering into the process of digging into where you are over and over, you become very comfortable with getting real. And it doesn't take as long. So when you have bigger things going on, when you have bigger things going on, it doesn't take as long. It doesn't take as much to dig into it, to get real with where you are. Because once you're able to get real with where you are, then, then, then the, there's limitless possibilities. But you're very limited if you're lying to yourself or you're not being true about where you are, about what you want. So that's what I got for you today, my friends. Uh, it's our job, it's our mission, it's our desire to help you be the best you. So, and I hope this is part of it. I hope this is a way for you to be able to experience that and strive to be that, to be the best you. Have a great day. Whatever your day brings, whatever comes after this, I hope and desire for that to be a wonderful thing. You take care of yourselves and we will talk to you next time.